Yo, so we back in here for another edition. It's not really shit happening. Same shit's happening. People still talking about Derek Jackson. People are still talking about Lil Nas X and his weird ass shoe and his demonic, quote unquote, satanic video. And people are still talking about the uh, coronavirus vaccine killing motherfuckers. Every week, it's at least four or five motherfuckers that have dropped dead after taking the pill or taking the injection either two days later or two days prior, four days prior, or a week prior, right? And this is what happens when you get a herd of sheep that go along with the bullshit. A known psychotic motherfucker like Bill Gates promoting uh, depopulation and vaccination at the same time. Um, And an inept director of allergies and infectious diseases like Fauci, right? What could go wrong? Not too much. Anyways, I'm tired of beating a dead horse with those few uh, issues. I think I got plenty episodes for as of now that talk about all three sometimes at the same time um I just wish sometimes that things would just stay frozen in time right like don't get me wrong I know things are bound to happen but ever since 2020 or 2019 it seems to it seems like a lot of things a lot of extreme things have been happening, right? What I mean by that... And it's probably further back, right? I, you know what? Te- technically, since Michael Jackson died, shit's been fucking weird on planet Earth. You know what I'm saying? Um, not so much when James Brown died, right? When he died, the world kept spinning. Although, um, by that time, Mel Gibson had called niggas, a bunch of pack of niggas that would rape his then girlfriend, but yeah, ever since Michael Jackson's died, it seems like weird shit has been happening, Mike died, Whitney Houston died, Prince died, Whitney Houston's kid dies, as of lately, one of Bobby Brown's kids with Whitney, his son, he died from drug overdose. Not to mention that the nigga that they had under suspicion for killing Whitney Houston's daughter, he died. Um, Now, all that can be chalked up to them ingesting a poisonous drug like fentanyl along with cocaine. But it seems like a lot of weird shit has been happening. The guy from, the villain from Harry Potter, he died. Who else? I'm trying to see. A lot of notables have been fucking falling off the planet. Hank Aaron died from the COVID shot. Marvin Hagler died probably about a few weeks ago. John Witherspoon from the Fridays franchise and other comedy acts. He died. Hell, even the fucking dude that played Debo in Friday. He died. So it's been a lot of weird deaths. It's been a lot of weird shit happening, right? I just wish things would actually remain frozen in time, like... Remember back in the 90s, weird shit didn't happen that frequently. Whether it was deaths of celebrities, um, the pay rate, right? Federal minimum wage stayed the fuck the same. 
right? The president got found out for uh, forgetting his dick sub, but that ain't really like if you old enough to remember Bill Clinton, that wasn't out of the obvious, right? That wasn't a surprise. If you follow this history. And even as an 11, 12 year old kid, I followed the history of this guy, right? They always had some expose on current affairs, inside edition, uh, entertainment tonight, where it was bitches that claimed that he was a a philanderer while he was the governor of um, Arkansas. But not too much shit happened, right? Like OJ Simpson was accused of cutting Nicole Simpson's head damn near off and stabbing the, her then boyfriend Ron Goldman to death right? but I think three years it probably lapsed till Tupac was killed and then another year went by till where Biggie was killed maybe if you want to collectively lump shit together maybe right Tupac he got shot in the Quad City studios and then OJ was charged with murder of Nicole Brown same year but I don't really remember a lot of shit eventful shit even deaths happening back to back to damn back right even right I, mean, I guess you could I guess you could kind of say big big uh Biggie Smalls died and Big Pun died the following year but then it was 1999 2000 2001 and a lot a lot of Celebrities didn't fucking fall off the planet between 2000, I want to say in 2000 or 99 to shit, 2009. So you had about a decade where a lot of people wasn't dropping off off the planet. I mean, hell, even Guru, if I'm not mistaken, or Gangstar, he died in, I want to say 2010. So you had a lot of uneventful shit, right? We was in the fucking... Middle East going to war in Iraq and Afghanistan. But that had been long going from 2002 up into 2018. <clears throat> and people forgot about that shit. Hell, 9-11 happened in 2001. By 2011, people pretty much forgot about that shit. And even that's been 20 years ago. Right? We haven't had a fucking quote-unquote terrorist attack in 20 years. What the fuck does that tell you? It should tell you that terrorists, A, ain't real. Two, don't got the heart to go up against the United States. And three, um, I'm with Michael Moore. It's some fishy shit, right? I don't really think that shit was... They telling the full truth. I think the American government had a hand in it. Jewish property owners that own the fucking Twin Towers had a hand in it. Somebody covering up some shit, right? According to the movie, they're covering up everything. However... It's ironic when shit has brung to the forefront. It never gets investigated. Just take for example, Jeffrey Epstein died in 2000, I want to say in 2017, right? Mysteriously, he hung himself. But he was sharing a cell with a six foot seven muscle bound white boy. That I guess didn't take kindly to pedophiles or kid rapists or molesters. Right? They ruled that a suicide. Then they indicted his then girlfriend. Uh, I want to say her name was Giselle. Uh, I can't even pronounce the bitch name. Giselle Maxine or some shit, right? I guess she she served as his um, madam. He was, he was 
recruiting young bitches. Sorry about that, y'all. I'm kind of tired. He was recruiting young bitches and using her to do such acts for him, right? She served as the female pimp, woman connoisseur. And she was charged, if I'm not mistaken, she was charged earlier last year. But then the COVID happened. So we don't even have an update on that. Ironic, isn't it, right? It's ironic that a child, known child pedophile mysteriously dies. Then his girlfriend that was helping him molest or and or rape underage girls gets charged and indicted. And there's literally been no mention in the mainstream media about this bitch. Now, this is all around the same time as that um, Wayfair child abductions conspiracy, right? Where people had alleged that Wayfair was abducting young girls and selling them on their website, right? What I mean by that, they were selling fucking shells that are normally $38 or $96 at $6,000 or $8,000 or $10,000 a pop. Like, this is a true story. You literally, I went to their website and I seen a fucking file cabinet for $9,000. That same cabinet, after somebody had theorized that they were using it to camouflage their sex trafficking, probably about a week later, it was about $96, right? So, around all this time, this shit's happening. Jeffrey Epstein's then-girlfriend gets swept under the rug, right? Hasn't been in mainstream main state media, right? Nobody knows what's the update on the shit. Did she took the plea deal? Have they convicted her? Uh, who's on the stand testifying against her? Like, we don't know these things. Mysteriously, has been swept under the rug. Along with the sex trafficking. Remember 2019 and 2020? They was talking about child sex trafficking. You don't hear shit about that no more, right? And I don't think that's a coincidence. However, since 2020, this goddamn COVID shit that moved in on the block. And now it's just been social distancing and face masks and vaccines all over the place, right? And I see through the bullshit. I think the powers that be are trying to distract us from the topics at hand, right? Which is sex trafficking, pedophiles, and the elite to doing of, of suspicion of doing such atrocious acts, right? But I guess that's what happens when you're rich and famous, right? You can literally grease the American government or media outlets so they shut the fuck up and stop talking about you. Now, while Jeffrey Epstein was a billionaire, I think he was worth $70 billion, this Giselle woman, she wasn't broke either. I think she was a socialite aristocrat, right? If I'm not mistaken, she was worth a billion dollars. One has to ask, how does a person amass such wealth and does relatively nothing? Now, Jeffrey Epstein, he he, he, he collected his wealth by being some uh, sex slave from some old 86-year-old man uh, of some hedge fund company, right? According to the documentaries, dude was 86. Maybe Jeffrey Epstein was blowing him off. He looked like a male prostitute back in the 80s, right? Well, he not only swindled this guy out of uh, $43 million, he also was allowed to keep the mansion of the 86-year-old man, right? So, but then he was in stock and he worked on Wall Street. He worked as a hedge fund manager. 
Um, so that's the cover story, how he collected his billions, right? I think it was through child trafficking, right? It probably was through stock and hedge fund uh, trading and shit like that, but it probably mostly he was selling kids at a $100,000 a pop to the wealthy and elite. But all these events have been taking our eye off the fucking topic at hand, which is the most pressing one, our freedom. Now, this episode isn't about none of that shit. I just came over here to speak my mind, vent, get some shit off my chest. This episode is actually about, and when we come back from the uh, commercial break, I will actually elaborate on what this episode's about. Now we back and I was all over the place like bird shit as you can see that's what I named that segment um I have become fucking homeless well not technically homeless but houseless right it's written this lady's basement in a nice luxurious multi-room house and um hey work slowed down so, I had called a brother that lived in Houston. See what was popping out there. See if I can get on my feet. I get there. Not going to elaborate too much as to what the circumstances was, but the long story, the long story short, shit was all in disarray. I had to get the fuck out of Dodge. I still love my brother and even will go back to visit at a later date. However, Shit was out of order. And I wasn't committed to working no damn factory job eight days a week. So I came back to Atlanta. Now, paradoxically, even if I had stayed in Atlanta, probably would have still had the same situation. Or not, I don't know. Um, While I was in Texas, the job offers actually were coming aggressively. So I say, you know what, let me get the fuck on a on the road and come back to Atlanta came back nailed one job actually about to start tonight went to an interview today more than likely gonna get that shit and if I don't I got another interview lined up for Friday right now with all that being said I probably still will climb out of well I ain't gonna say probably I will climb up out of this ditch of houselessness however um I actually contacted a place that I used to stay, right? Because I'm a minimalist. I don't really like doing the whole lease. If I could have it my way, it'd be a bunch of hostels in every city in America, right? Or cheap-ass flea-bag motels. But I um, contacted a place where I was renting a room prior, right? Before moving out to the luxurious multi-bedroom house. And these motherfuckers tell me I can't move in unless I have check stubs. Now, if you people have been rocking with me like you've been rocking with me, you know damn well I don't have no check stubs. I haven't had check stubs in about 15 months, and that wasn't because of COVID. I actually was working for myself. 
And even with this temporary situation of being houseless, I still ain't broke. But they don't give a fuck about that. You have to have check stubs, right? Like a fucking drone bot worker. Now, that's not a dig at anybody that works a job. You do what you do. You got to make a living and you got to feed yourself, right? I got no problem with that. I got no problem with people. That just ain't for me. Ironically, because the uh, entrepreneur route is a long struggling road for some. From time to time, I have to work a gig, right? Now, I don't mind working jobs if they're not mindless. And if they're advantageous, and what I mean by advantageous, they pay in my pockets, right? I don't like to do shit. I ain't making no money, and I hate the people, right? What's the point? Um, so I found myself in a bit of a conundrum, having to go back and work for that man. But the jobs are copacetic, so I ain't really going to complain. The whole dilemma now is, I can't move into a place unless I have fucking check stubs. And you get old enough, you live long enough, you remember when you there weren't such stringent requirements. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have to prove income. I've had several friends that actually had apartments based off of bank statements, right? How much money they had in the bank. The apartments didn't give a fuck as long as you could produce that you could pay rent. Like you got some skrillas somewhere. They weren't so gung-ho on this. You have to have a fucking six months of check stubs. Now, the, the boarding house that I was going to move into doesn't require you to have six months. It's just the last check stub. Problem with that, I haven't worked for nobody for 15 months. So then there's that. But I will end up uh, producing check stubs and I'll be copacetic but then the question then is like why the fuck would I move into a boarding room so I'm probably going to get an apartment or check out some extended stays like in town suites they're not too expensive I remember when it was $99 a week now these fuck faces want to charge $253 a week which isn't bad, right? Uh, I guess it's essentially an apartment without a lease. Which I find very advantageous. But now my car is fucking up on me. So, then there's that. Gotta get that shit tend to. Start the new gig. And then possibly set myself up an extended stay. I know the fucking repair shop is going to try to fuck me out of money. Right? And everybody just got back their $1,400. So did I. So they're going to try to fucking eye gouge me for $1,400. I wouldn't be surprised if the repairs cost $1,500. Right? Just so they can get that $1,400 and some change off my back. Which I guess in America is the cost of doing business. One thing about being a self made person, entrepreneur, or even a struggling one. Comes with the territory. And you're pretty much gonna go broke before you get rich. Now I got no problem with that, right? Because I'll use every fucking dime that I got on me to get back on my feet. And that's what I tend to do. But with this whole COVID shit, it's making shit in America look a little dreary what I mean by that is 
if you are over the age of 25, you remember a time that was a lot more simpler in America, where the people considerably controlled their lives. Now it seems like, I guess it's the heavy push of the one world government, which I think other countries are pushing back against. I don't think there's really a collective agreement on that shit. You remember a simple time. Now, I like a simpler time. Because it's supposed to be the home of the free. Land of the brave, right? But it seems like this whole COVID shit trying to depopulate people and like I've said in earlier episodes I wish somebody would fucking assassinate Bill Gates because in my opinion I think he's the one that's heralding this shit I don't know what it is with some rich white people and yes I did say rich white people because typically when black folks get money Asian people get money they typically leave people the fuck alone right you don't see no black person that's in a high-ranking position promoting fucking vaccines. I mean, you see celebrities and shit, but they not high-ranking. And if you're a smart person, you don't listen to celebrities. Nobody gives a fuck about their opinion. Like, you do a movie, you make songs, you do events and concerts, and you entertain people. Nobody should be taking you as the pendulum of intelligence or a bastion of intelligence, right? Nobody's taking fucking Christy Teigen seriously. And if you're smart, you ain't even taking John Legend seriously. Who gives a fuck what a celebrity promotes, right? You don't get the shot, go here. Turn into a fucking mummy or a zombie. I don't give a shit. But it seems like the younger generation, and like I signified, that's 25 and younger, they don't really know what a free world actually looks like. Like, think about it. If you're 24 or younger... You don't have an earlier recollection of the 90s, right? You probably were born in 97, 98, shit like that, 96, right? Tupac had died when you were born. Which I'm starting to feel like his soul was in exchange for a bunch of dummies, right? So, fuck the celestial delegation. Taking smart people for idiots, right? We, we could have did with Tupac another 25 years. I don't know if I can take a bunch of mindless zombies being kicked off into the fucking universe. And what I mean by universe, I don't mean outer space. I mean uni as in one verse, right? If you're on, in, on Earth's atmosphere, in Earth's atmo- atmosphere, you are the one verse. So a lot of us, universally, collectively, we are one people. I don't really know what the verse, what the uh, etymology for that would be. <laughs> but it seems like a bunch of dumbass jackasses are either promoting the bullshit and going along with the corrupted powers that be. And it's making America like a very jury and dismal and depressed or any adjective you can use to describe this goddamn abomination of a country. Now, I will say it wasn't always like that, because like I stated before, 
America used to be somewhat free. Maybe that was the illusion of freedom that we always have. Whatever the case is, I feel like people need to start taking action and not being mindless zombies and standing up. We got a but it's bad enough we got all these trannies and sexual deviants that are socially awkward at the least and jelly spined at the worst. Right? They don't stand up for shit, but they're right to fuck whoever they want to fuck. Which, in the grand scheme of things, is of no importance. Nobody gives a fuck about your self-identification. Nobody gives a fuck about your sexual exploits or your sexual escapades. Nobody cares. Those are very trivial matters. What is important is that people maintain their freedom to live on this planet within the universe... As they see fit, long as it don't doesn't infringe on people. I feel like lately there's been a lot of infringement on people, right? Whether it be beliefs, stringent requirements of housing, job requirements, passport vaccinations, and any other fucking thing. I think that it's been a lot of infringement going on. Now, I don't know if that's because. We have a leftist socialist president and a bullshit administration that's going along with the puppeteering of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris actually pulling the strings, which she ain't really pulling the strings. I think somebody, a group of people collectively are pulling the strings, right? Don't get me wrong. Don't get it fucked up like the powers that be ain't been controlling our political parties. However, it seemed like they had a smaller hand in it a few years ago, right? What I mean a few years ago, I mean about roughly about 15, 20 years ago. Back in 97, there was this cartoon on TV, right? The Animaniacs. And they had a fucking segment called Pinky in the Brain, right? And every episode or segment of the episode, Pinky would try to rule the world. Or Brain would try to rule the world with the help of his nitwit sidekick, Pinky. And it never quite fucking succeeded. Now, back in 97, that was satirical because realistically, people back then wasn't going for the one world government. And while everybody's always known about the powers that be, right? The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Lehmans, the uh, the Cokes, uh, who else? The Goldman and Sachs. The Bilderbergers. I think it's Bilderbergs. I just like how Alex Jones says it. The Bilderbergers. While everybody knew these motherfuckers existed, no one took them serious and they didn't have a big hand in controlling the world. Maybe regions of the UK and parts of America, right? Namely New York. But they wasn't running all 50 states. It seems like since the advent of smartphones, social media, and, and aggressive technotronic advancements, It seems like these motherfuckers have been trying to expeditiously speed up. And I know that's a double negative, right? Because I could have just said expeditiously. um, Go on with their agenda, right? But I didn't. They've been expeditiously speeding up the process of a one world government. And like I said, if you're under the age of 25, you don't see the shit coming. I saw the shit coming, right? I'm not even going to front. I saw the writing on the wall, the blood on the wall. 
I just didn't think that people were going to be so susceptible to the bullshit, right? It was bad enough that 9-11 looked like an inside job and conspiracy theorists of any persuasion think it was. But now it's this shit. Now, maybe you could say it was lack of empathy. We didn't give a fuck that it was uh, 3,400 people that died in the Twin Towers, right? We didn't give a fuck. We didn't die, right? We wasn't on them planes. Or it could be that people wasn't really paying close enough attention that if these so-called powers that be can orchestrate a mass murder on the American public, what the fuck else could they do? I mean, like, I don't see, I don't understand why anybody over the age of 25 doesn't see that it's highly possible that they could have orchestrated uh, a depopulation program. Now, like I said, it's always like four or five motherfuckers that's dying from a vaccine every week, right? And to the average person, four or five people doesn't seem like a lot. But if you do four or five people a week for a month times 12 months, that's a lot of fucking people. I don't care how you slice it. And uh, and to date, half a million people didn't die, right? Now, they say that's from the COVID. And only 1,500 people since January have died from the COVID vaccine, right? So that's roughly about 500 people a month. Doesn't seem like shit. Seems like peanut shells, right? Seems like fly shit. But if you times 500 times 12 is 6,000 people, that's double the amount of people that died in 9-11. Whether on the planes or in the building. Or hit by debris on the streets, right? I don't know if that happened, right? Uh, that's double the amount of people that died in the 9-11 quote-unquote terrorist attacks. And if this vaccine program is a depopulation program, wouldn't that classify as a terrorist attack? That's even more grim or more diabolical than even the Twin Towers, right? 6,000 people. If they keep this shit up and they talking about keeping it up until 2025, right? Let's see. Let's run the clock. Vaccine has been has come out and been promoted as an exper- experimental drug since 2021. That's... 2021 to 2025 is five years, four years, four years times 6,000 people. That's 24,000 motherfuckers. If my memory serves me correct, that's more people that died in the fucking Iraq Afghanistan war from 20, uh, 2001 to 2017. So almost double the amount of people. If I'm not mistaken, it was like 13,000 soldiers that died. So approximately double the amount of people will have died from a COVID vaccine experimental drug in four years than they did in 16 years. That's literally like twice the people in a quarter of the time. And I feel like that's a fucking terrorist attack, right? Because... I would feel more comfortable if people just didn't wear a mask, didn't social distance, didn't go in groups of less than 10 or 20 people or whatever the fuck the number is now, right? As a cynical person, I don't really like to be shut in with a lot of motherfuckers any damn way. So then there's that. I don't give a fuck, right? But we should have the option in a free society to choose what the fuck we want to do as long as it doesn't infringe on people if 50 motherfuckers want to congregate 175 people want to congregate and they feel all safe and comfortable with the next person without a fucking face mask they should be allowed to do that shit 
right? So I'm really hoping that the American people in the next four, within the next four years, stands up to these experimental vaccines and the government and starts demanding that we get left alone, that we are left alone and stop trying to push a one world agenda. I don't give a fuck too much about the gay agenda. I don't give a fuck about the tranny agenda, right? Because they ain't trying to fuck me and until they start trying to mandate that you should allow transgender women to fuck you. I got no problem with nobody's weirdo decision. Now, I will say I will keep that shit far the fuck away from me. Uh, but to each his own, say la vie. But I think we should all be able to, like, within reason, even at the detriment of one's health, should be able to say, yo, I don't feel like I should be forced to wear a mask. I was just in Houston, and the governor... Uh, relinquished the mandate for the face mask. I guess that was a mandate going to public place you had to wear a face mask. Now you can go anywhere without a face mask, right? You don't have to wear it. The problem is, is people have been conditioned within the last 15 months that now businesses are starting to make policies that you gotta have a face mask. You gotta have a face mask on to go inside a McDonald's, a Starbucks even the grocery store. Now the first two, you probably shouldn't go and I try to I try my hardest not to go because they ain't serving shit but delicious poison. Whether it be a frappuccino or a double cheeseburger. Right? But you kinda need to go to the grocery store. So I mean I just feel like it's an infringement on my rights. Now for the people that's fucking paranoid or right that they're gonna catch a virus, stay the fuck home. Last time I checked, Amazon delivers, food places deliver, and even the grocery store. I mean, if you order some shit from Publix, they will deliver it to your doorstep. You don't need to go out. So if you feel that fucking compelled that you're going to contract the virus, like, continue making Jeff Bezos a billionaire and stay your ass in the house. But this is a testament to how people are fucking dumb sheep that... Even after the government lifts a mandate, you still got people going along with the consensus, right? It's sort of like if your parents tell you you can't go outside because there's a child rapist outside, right? Knowing damn well they lying. And you stay in the house, right, like a good little kid. And then they come back and say you can go outside. But you don't go outside because you've been conditioned for 15 months that there's a mass, there's a child rapist or outside raping children. You've been terrorized. Like realistically, that's not going to happen. But you have been terrorized for 15 months that it would happen. So now you think, even though that you're given permission to go outside, that it's still going to happen. And I feel like that's an infringement. Not only is that fucking social conditioning, social engineering, that is terrorism. To promote fear is terrorism. I think every fucking CDC official, every president, and I do mean Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, every every major media outlet, CNN, MSNBC, 
CSN, NBC, Fox News, all the people that were promoting terrorism, in my opinion, should be charged, tried, and convicted. That's never going to probably happen. Because the American public is too fucking stupid. Anyways, I don't mean to abruptly end this segment. Hope y'all been entertained, enlightened, informed. I hope you have pontificated, pondered, or did any other adjective that describes the process of using your mind and critically analyzing the situation in America. And like I said in the first segment, I'm all over the place like bird shit. I'm kind of bored. That's typically what I do when I'm bored. But I hope you listened to the episode and rifled through the bullshit, the cynicism. And you actually gained something from it. Because although I do want to be a millionaire off this podcast and shit like Joe Rogan, I also want people to fucking start critically thinking. Now, for some of you motherfuckers, and I don't mean the people that follow me, but for the people that come across my podcast and may listen one or two times, I hope you really take this serious and actually start critically analyzing shit for yourself. Lord forbid your brain heat up and start to overcook. It's still worth giving it a try. Anyways, if you've been enlightened, entertained, and all that fly shit on this episode... Send me a message if you don't know how to. Why don't you dig in the crates and listen to previous episodes? It'll instruct you how to, right? You can leave me a message or send me an email. And for the sheep that come across my episode and think that I'm on some conspiracy shit, or I'm like Alex Jones, and I'm thinking that the Belderbergers are out to get you, then fuck your mother. <laughs>